0: Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder. The stuff we don't let you hear is so much better than the crap we actually play for you. Welcome into Chaos and Disorder for a never-before-seen third straight week. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Flieger. Joined as always by the 'er near-death ne'er-do-well, the bum at the end of every bar you've ever been in, mumbling to himself about those damn kids. Charles Manson's less rational cousin, Rick Briggs. And behind the glass, proof that Briggs will let anyone in this studio as long as they show up with a six-pack of hipster piss water, founding member of the future Drunken Alone Hipsters of America Club, the bearded button monkey, Alejandro Finkelstein. I see. So you don't know why he did it that way this time. But you will
1: come Christmas time, I'm sure.
0: Of course, you can find all of Rick Briggs' hot John Denver takes on the tweeters at Chaos and Disorder. You can find all of my leaked nudes on Facebook at Chaos and Disorder Pod. And send your questions and queries to Briggs' special, special listener email box at ouch, ouch, you're on my hair at AOL.com. Yay!
1: You know, I met John Denver. <laughs> of course you did.
0: I of did. course you did, and that's why you offer so many hot dates.
1: <laughs> Just want to spread the news. That was perfect. And thanks to anthony Frampton, where you can find him on Facebook at Bronco Swanson. On oh, the great intro music is provided by Rival Lovers. Here we go, fellas. We can find them on Twitter at Real Rival Lovers.
2: Right. You can find them on YouTube. Yep. And where else? I studied this week. Sound clout? No. No. Stream rate. Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. I thought I was going to go with that hamster thing.
0: No. Oh, the ex hamster. That's a good site. And too. if you really want to email gonna the show. You're not going to find the rival lovers there, but it's still a good site. True.
1: But if you really want to email the show, chaosanddisorderpod at gmail.com. And. Mr. Flicker, just hear me out. Oh, all right. I'm going to hear you out. Because after months of your blatantly offensive introductions of myself, all right, I'm beginning to think that maybe the audience is developing a false impression of me. Oh, okay. So, you know, therefore, to clear the air, my new persona and my attitude is going to be one of gentleness, empathy, and genuine concern for my fellow man. (laughs) Furthermore, I will be referring to myself differently so the audience can get the true image of me in their minds. So from here on out, I will be known as Uncle Rick.
0: Oh, that's creepier than hell. I think that fits right into everything I've said. You're giving yourself the title of Uncle Rick?
2: I think you need to do that in third person all the time, too.
0: Well, yeah, if you're going to do it, go all in.
1: Well, yeah.
2: I'm Uncle Rick with Uncle Rick's Twitter takes. (laughs) Here with Uncle Rick.
0: And it ends with "Show me where Uncle Rick touches you." Uncle Rick
2: says, "I like it. I like it." So, so
0: where does the this new kinder, gentler bullshit? I mean, persona of yours come from?
1: Well, I was just talking to Alejandro. I don't know. Maybe today. I don't know. You guys talk not on show day. I'm like, that's weird.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Like, Uh, yes, twenty-four all the time. I
0: I don't even think of you guys till we show up to the studio the next week.
1: That's why we talk. No, well, that's good. But anyway, I was talking to him, and I said, you know, this this image that that you're developing of me is like I'm some ornery curmudgeon, right? Yes. Well, yeah. see, it's false, and get off my lawn. See, and I am just a very nice person. No, that's like, not if somebody was playing on my lawn, I would say, "Kids, can I help? Yeah. Can I play too?" <laughs> hold on, or,
0: hold on. He, he knows what know. I'm about to say. <laughs> you know. So it's hold
1: on, hold
0: on. So it's kids. No. How can Uncle Rick help? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, well, this is no, what we've no, established here, no. right? Oh, God. Just, you know, show them of the
1: that, <laughs> uh, you know, that came together see, much quicker than is, I could have hoped for. See, and that is the whole problem. See, you two are demented. And what you do is you try to project it Onto the innocent, <laughs> the innocent, the yes. in-
0: innocent Uncle Rick inviting <laughs> strange children onto his no, lawn. No, I just, wouldn't. I am saying nothing you haven't said. No, I just nothing. wouldn't kick them off. That's no. all. Nothing like you. See, nothing
1: that has come out you, of my you mouth. You shoot at them. <laughs> I do know such and thing. And I wouldn't say get off my lawn. <laughs> no,
0: you certainly would Can not. I apparently, ever tell you? oh god, oh god, get that sensor button <laughs> ready right, again. no, down down no, no. <laughs> right down this. There top. was.
1: Um, There was a time when there was a vacant lot between houses, and my children used to play with the neighbor kids. They played ball. All right. And, of course, it was owned by somebody, but they they had, like, a ball field. Like, one tree was first base, and then they would use whatever, a little cement pad or something for second base and so forth. And all of a sudden, where home plate was appeared some – Leland Cypresses. And in the base path appeared some river birches. What Just, are these, trees?
0: Yes. All right. Just you getting, could have said trees.
1: Just getting planted. All right. You know. Like deliberately on the f- diamond. Obviously. So, therefore, oh, and then a row in what they used for the other, the back end zone when they played football. All right. So, you had two rows of trees on the end. And then where the diamond was strategically placed in base paths. <laughs> so, so obviously they didn't play much ball so after I, that.
0: I think the owner of said vacant lot didn't care for children and their and their fun and their nonsense. <laughs>
1: that was the the classic get off my lawn. So so no, what happened notice. after
2: you ripped all the trees out of the ground? Um, I didn't. They're he, they're not mine. He didn't. Didn't you notice he knew the exact genus and species of these trees? Well, he
0: would would say an arborist. You're an arborist. He planted no. them. Don't oh, let Uncle Rick fool you? Busted. What? He just busted you. I don't know even what he said. <laughs> you don't
1: listen to anything, do you? Well, you were blathering and he was blathering. <laughs> I was I, sitting I here didn't... listening to him.
2: What did you say? (laughs) I said that you knew the genus and species of the trees. Therefore, you would have had to have planted them. You would be the top suspect.
1: No, I used to be, you
2: know, putting landscapes around the courses that I built. You know, in Law and Order, this is a closed case. Did you
1: see old Jack McCoy's coming back? The original's
0: back. I
2: did see that.
0: And wasn't that other guy in it towards the end? I think it was after I watched it, the other one they're putting in it. Yes. Uh, It's his name. uh, Edwards. Ed.
2: Is that it, Anthony? Ed? I uh, think
0: so. Or was that the guy on ER?
2: Hmm. hmm. I don't know. I will quote unquote vet that. I cool. learned a
0: new word. Oh, you learned it. You I learned it.
1: it. He vetted it. Well, he's not get, yet. He's, he's gonna go eating. to an animal doctor and figure it all out. Boo. Yeah. Boo. I like that. Boo. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. I guess by law we got to talk about the Super Bowl, right? Yeah.
1: It was a very good game.
2: Per eh, se.
0: It was a close game. Yeah. I don't know if it was a good game. It was a
1: close game. It was a game of bad coaching. You think bad coaching? Oh, I do. Yeah. Uh, or bad game management. Let's put it that way. Not bad coaching, I guess, per se. But yeah, bad game management. I, look, I mean, the Rams had like 26 yards rushing in the first half. And Sean McVay was bound determined to run the football, and yeah. they could not run the football. It, and I mean, I really think they probably could have won by ten or more if, if they'd have just let Stafford and Krug cut loose. Yeah, maybe he was being conservative because Beckham went down. I don't know, but they weren't running the football. No, no, they they
0: absolutely couldn't do it, and until until that last one late. You know, they they really had no opportunity. I don't know. A lot of times, though, we argue, you know, you got to stick with the running game. you got to stick with the running game. Beckham Beckham going out was huge. I didn't realize the impact he was having on that offense until he went out. You know, he's not putting up Cooper Cup numbers. He feels like he's right along with Jefferson, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So, it feels like the true impact to him, whoever all those other guys are, that other white guy, he's god-awful. I mean, their other receivers are terrible. I mean, I'll tell I, you what I do feel like the Rams won a Super Bowl in spite of McVeigh. Uh, you think yeah. back to the NFC Championship; they certainly won that game in spite of him. He was panicking, doing weird stuff, yeah. challenging stuff that wasn't even close. I mean, it was it <laughs> was bad. I, I don't know if the the sting of that bad loss to to New England in the previous Super Bowl was stuck with him, but but he panicked a little bit in both of those games.
1: He did, and look, he has not earned a reputation of being a really great game manager as it is. No, he's a great offensive mind, right. and it kind of ends
0: there, from what I can tell.
1: Yeah, but, but on the other side of the ball, too, like, look, if you've got a team and you've got stars on it, you would think in a Super Bowl that's that's, that's who should be in in crucial plays. Why in God's name P. Ryan was in there on the third and one <laughs> You know, it just you put Joe Mixon in there. He's the guy that got you there. Yeah, he's the stud. He's the star. Why is he sitting on the sideline? That was ludicrous. It's not like it's he's coming off a tweaked ankle and it's week four, and you don't want to ruin the kid. Right. This is the Super Bowl, and he is by far the best running back on that team, and he's sitting on the sideline in third and one on a game-winning potential game-winning drive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. A, a lot
0: of weird. That all came down to it, it. Almost didn't matter what they did. The the fact that they scored was it twenty points is almost unfathomable to me. How little time Joe Burrow had to throw the ball and getting sacked again seven times. God, I I hope he he's got five years in the league. If, if they don't address this with a hundred million dollars worth of offensive lineman, because that kid is the real deal. He probably should have at least tied if not won that game in spite of all that and that playoff made right. run. Joe Burrow, man, he, he he's the
1: real deal. Well, one thing about the Bengals is they have a ton of cap space. Right. Which means they can make some moves in free agency. And, well, they'll be, what, 31 in the draft, yeah. I guess. but Draft seven offensive linemen. Yeah. Dra- draft some offensive linemen, and it's a deep class. And, and look, there's a lot of defensive back depth in college too. You can pick up one of them in the third or fourth and just help that a little bit. But get that offensive line beefed up, period, man, because that is your bread and butter. I just hope he's
0: not. And again, this sounds weird coming from a Steeler fan talking about the Bengals. I hope he's not Dan Marino, where he never goes back. I, I saw some stat just today on Twitter. Who knows if it's even real? But they had pictures, so that made me believe it. The last 16 quarterbacks who made it to the Super Bowl and lost their first start. Right. Never made it back. <clears throat> never made it back. Wow. Jim Kelly, I believe, was the last one who got there, lost, and came back again to start in a Super Bowl. That's kind of damning. And he never did win, yeah. Well, yeah, he never did Right. Forget about winning. They don't get back.
1: Well, that yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, it went back to Neil O'Donnell.
0: I saw Steve McNair there. I mean, go through them. Not a lot of these are are kind of one-and-done teams, but but so many weren't. And so, I mean, you don't know. They're already talking. Because of Joe Burrow, it makes it, you know, here comes the the Bengals dynasty. They're going to get that offensive line help. They're just going to keep running over it. I ain't so sure. They'll be good for a long time with that quarterback, but
1: if they don't get him killed. Well, it, I mean, Aaron
0: Donald's just a serial killer.
1: And it just goes to show you how special the Patriots were. Oh, as yeah. much as you hate them, but, you know, people you know, in general, you know, they, oh, I'm tired of the they cheat and blah, blah, blah. It was just incredible the amount of times they were in the Super Bowl. They were, they were what, six and four? Ten Super Bowls? Something mm-hmm. like that? I mean, that, that's ludicrous.
0: Oh yeah, just just absurd to be able to to sustain that for that amount of time. Yeah, much as I like Joe Burrow, as great as he is, ain't Tom Brady.
1: No, not yet, obviously. But you know, it, it would be nice to see him with a line where he could oh, stand yeah. back there and how how bad does Tyler Boyd feel? Oh, I, I could have predicted it, and it was right after the show. I wish I'd
0: seen it before the show I, on the tweeters. I see somebody, you know, everybody's putting out all their stuff all week. And I'm pretty sure it was the night after the show last week or maybe the next day, but I'm thinking it was the night after. They said there was some stat, might have been PFF or somebody, Tyler Boyd is the only receiver in the NFL with X amount of of targets who hasn't dropped the pass. And I said out loud sitting on my couch, oh, well, there you go. He's going to drop one in the Super Bowl.
1: (laughs) It's a guarantee. Yeah, it's just like every time a kicker comes up. He's made 42 oh, yeah. in a row, yeah. and he'll shank it oh, yeah. every it, time.
0: Be, I, I did like – we got some weirdness in that Super Bowl, right? The, the T. Higgins touchdown. I mean, how does that not get called? I am all for let him play, but that was
1: obscene. I'm all for let him play, but they let that go. Then that first Cooper Cup pass interference was the most ticky-tack play yeah. or, or penalty I've the ever holding seen. holding at
0: the goal line there, yeah.
1: Holding it to goal – yeah. Three Rams jump off sides right at the end of the first half, um, which never got called. And, therefore, in the next play, they got called, I think there's something for um, Cincinnati, so they gave them first and and goal on the four instead of starting back on the 13 where they should have. I mean, three guys blatantly jumped, and it's like, you know, what, what kind of birds? I don't know. (laughs) Looking at birds? Well, I mean, they had to. I mean, the 300-pound guys, three of them jump and nobody sees them. <laughs> well, maybe there was so many of them they thought, well, the ball must have been spiked. <laughs> yeah, it must you know, have clearly been. Clearly, I'm missing
0: Why something. Why is
2: that here? one guy not moving? <laughs> I, I do – oh, go ahead. So, <clears throat> MVP. Oh, it should have been Aaron Donald. Okay. That, I, I wanted to make sure that – It wasn't even close in my mind. Right. Like, that was a Herculean effort that he – textbook. Yeah. Do not go up against that man without three people blocking him.
1: And the reason he didn't get it is because they were trying to make amends for Cooper Cup not getting MVP of the league because wide receivers don't get yeah, that. because it
0: has to go to a quarterback. It has to go time. to a quarterback. The other thing I read, I don't know if this is true or not either. Yeah, I don't go to very reputable sources, mostly hubs and tubes, you know, but – I also read, but you that, do
1: like that loose whatever it was from that one story that I read from South America a year or so ago. Oh, I well, mean, those, that was a publication the, the, the of
0: periodicals notes. of note. Yes, <laughs> but uh, that the MVP ballots voting—I don't even know who makes these decisions—but had to be in at the two-minute warning, right? And so, had they not done it, then Aaron Donald making that last play would have been actually what pushed him over the top. Well, I, I think even before that, even forget the numbers. He had, what, two sacks still before that or three right. sacks before yeah. that. The impact he had on the game was noticeable to a room.
1: I oh, mean, you could no see doubt. it even the when he wasn't making man plays. Seen it. But I did hear a, um, a broadcaster on a radio show who was one of the voters said that they did do it two minutes before, but you were allowed to – Change if something happened. Okay, so they had the opportunity to put Aaron Donald as MVP, yeah. but they did not.
2: Heck, I was even thinking Von Miller would get it, just to give him the second one. The well, good I thought story he had a hell of a performance. Oh yeah, that
0: whole defensive line did again. Made that offensive line is a horrific. I mean, they're better than the Steelers, but that's about where that right. where that ends. But, but by and large, you know, to go back to the officiating, I'm glad, actually, you don't say this often, that holding call they called at the goal line on third down on the Rams' touchdown drive in the fourth quarter shouldn't have happened. It gave the Rams a, a – almost guaranteed they were going to score, right, Give them that right. first down. But I was glad they blew that call because it kind of wiped out the blown call on, on Jalen Ramsey or non-call because that's all you were going to hear about, right? And, and this is the thing, you know, the Bengals don't know how to win their dumb fans. Already, all you read the next day anywhere was was Bengals fans, oh, we got job, they screwed us, right. they took away the Super Bowl. Now, hold on. You wouldn't have hit the 20s had it not been for a blown call. So, yes, that's a big spot. Yes, that was a bad call. Sure. But I don't want to hear it. I, you're finished with that. And I'm glad that didn't end up, that T. Higgins play didn't end up being the deciding play or that it would
1: have been a completely irrelevant Super Bowl after that. And especially when there's only one game going on. And and they could just have a guy in a stadium. But you have cameras everywhere. It doesn't take 40 minutes for some boob to walk (laughs) over to the hood and look at something and stand there and come back. Have him just, you know, hey, call down, hey, Bob, man, no, face mask on Boyd. or or Higgins, Higgins, you know, throw a flag. You know, as simple as that. Or vice versa. No, that was a – you know, and they should be able to overturn things too. Something that
0: obvious, right? Right. I mean, yeah, it doesn't even have to be – and they boxed themselves into this, right? Because so they put in, was it last year or two years ago, where you could challenge pass interference. Right. And, and you, you could pull out a gun and pistol whip the receiver – while the Before the ball comes yeah. out of the quarterback's hands, and they weren't overturning anything. So we had to throw that out because the league was looking so right. bad. This was the obvious one it was designed for, right? That's OPI. You should be able to challenge that. Or to your point, there, were, there was probably 50 referees in a booth somewhere. Somebody called down and said, hey, stupid, I don't know how you missed that. That one's coming back. It right. should be that simple. Four seconds after the play, a flag comes out, and we're never the wiser, really. It just looks like a late flag. You see late flags all the time.
1: Sure. God, they, yeah, they're throwing them all the time, yeah. you know, for everything. I mean, at least if it was a legitimate call, you could say, okay, well, they got it right, at least. you know, Because, I mean, even at the surface in live time on the
0: broadcast, you didn't see the face match, but it was an obvious OPI. He just all of a sudden – yeah, Higgins' arms are extended, and then Jalen Ramsey comes flying by him at 80 miles an, right. an hour. You knew something was up.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I, I could just see Ed Hockley sitting on his couch. You go, what? You? he's giving him the business. Giving him the business.
0: <laughs> you think McVay and or Donald are actually going to retire? McVay won't. That seems odd to me. What is he, about 36, yeah. 38? 36.
1: the hell is yeah. he going to do with the rest he's of his He's not going to retire unless he – has an inside track. Or he thinks on some you know, color commentator yeah, job maybe. or something of that I believe he's nature.
0: expressed interest in being in the booth one day. Maybe he wants to go now. Maybe he's not into I that know he sees what hour to- work day. He
1: sees what Tony Romo rakes in, well, you know, yeah. blathering around. So, maybe he's got something going out in California. I don't know. But Aaron Donald, it wouldn't shock me. He's played eight years in the league. Eight years or eight 30 years balls, old. Seven
0: All-Pros. All got a Super Bowl. And what he's he's got to be? I know this stuff irritates you. He has got to be in the conversation. I'm not saying he is, but in the conversation for the best one of the def- best defensive linemen in the history oh, there's of this no league. Doubt. In the history of the league, there's
1: no doubt about that. He is just an animal. I mean, it's you know, I mean. You take your Aaron Donalds and your Joe Greens, I mean, you, you just throw them in a basket because this is your handful of the greatest. Right. Your LTs, your Buckus, you know, and so forth. That, that's just that. I mean, those are your great ones. It, it doesn't matter who's the best because there's a different answer depending on who's you're yeah, talking yeah. to. It doesn't make any difference. But, yes, he's one of the greatest ever to play the game.
0: And, and I think this is something we see – we need to get used to as football fans. I think Tom Brady, Well, while nobody will probably ever sustain that level of of greatness well into their 40s, the way the rules are established, I can see a lot of good to really good quarterbacks playing well into their 40s. They're not getting hit. The the collective bargaining agreement, they don't hardly hardly ever have to practice, And, and bad quarterbacks make $30 million a year now. I see them sticking around, and as we learn more as contracts get bigger and we learn more about CTE and the amount of injuries and these guys can make generational wealth generational after their second contract, I think you see a lot of guys walking away after that second contract.
1: And why not? Like you said, generational wealth, you can do whatever you want. Right. Uh, you know, it, your it, grandkids never have to work. If you're Aaron Donald, his grandkids
0: never have to work,
1: right? After eight years, exactly. And and it just makes all the sense in the world when you start looking at your Mike Websters, your Junior Seals, right. and so forth. You know, and and what they're learning of the ramifications of of this. So, yeah, if
2: he retires, hats off
1: to him. Smart move. That's that's the way to do it.
2: Yeah. What do you think the chances are Joe Burrow is the next Andrew Luck? If he keeps getting
0: beat, beat up like that, it's every bit as possible. Now, what's the right terminology? He feels like he's more of a competitor than Andrew Luck was. Like I, I just love that swagger, that cocky. Uh, I, mean,
2: I was going to say, because Andrew Luck was like a linebacker, a quarterback. He would go head-on into people.
0: But he was more cerebral more yeah, he was. measured about things where where joe burrow thinks he's joe namath right and so he needs that platform as the starting quarterback to keep doing that so i'd, I'd have a hard time seeing him walking away quietly into the night but maybe he does
1: yeah i, I mean, or he could be dead i mean if they don't address this Mike. well God. the thing is he's lost a super bowl he wants to win a Super Bowl. Right. Like you said, if he goes on the path of a Dan Marino and he goes four or five years, he's not getting there. I think that just fires him up even more. Yeah,
0: unless he keeps taking those B I I to imagine oh, yeah. even an incompetent organization like the Bengals, who I still believe they are, they just got lucky with Joe Burrow here. Even they will address that. Whether or not they'll address it correctly, they will will take great measures to address that.
2: Yes. I mean, even as a Steelers fan, that knee injury, I cringed and felt bad for him.
0: Well, yeah. How did Sunday – how did he get up? I've never seen a man scream like that, and then he was all
2: Yeah, apparently it was just an MCL sprain. Yeah. Just. Just, but hey. It's it's just
0: when it's somebody else's MCL. If you're going to
2: have it happen, have it in the Super Bowl probably shot him up with all kinds of oh all. yeah
0: I'm feeling great guys cocaine yeah he's fine not to imply Joe Burrow does cocaine but he might I don't know prove he doesn't prove <laughs> See, he that, does that, that's I, Twitter I just had a Twitter conversation right. with
2: you from a un oh, what what was that called a unknown source yeah yeah unconfirmed unconfirmed that's
1: yes unconfirmed. And, and if
0: you can't disprove me that proves my point Exactly. So I want the Rick Briggs take on the halftime show.
1: Oh, I just basically went and got more food. You didn't watch it? I mean, just sporadically. I mean, look, this has nothing to do with who was playing or anything. I don't watch any of the shows. I, I just think they're a waste of time. And I just don't watch it for the halftime show. It doesn't matter if it's the Rolling Stones, Prince, whoever it is. It just didn't. It just doesn't interest me. Oh, see this, this one. I'm normally
0: with you. This one had me on pins and needles. Thanks, Uncle Rick. Oh, that, Uncle Rick. <laughs> we need a sounder for that. I wonder what that could be. We'll not, work on that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to noodle that. But but this one for for nerdy forty year old white guys like me. This was the pinnacle. This is as good as it gets because we all thought, you know, you, you're you already a grown up at this point. You're already in your 50s. But this is prime my teenage years when all us suburban kids thought we were gangster rappers, and it, it's the greatest era of music, in my opinion, ever. And so, and, and oddly enough, I, I love it. Like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, they sound exactly the same. They look exactly the same. It's amazing, you Eminem looked kind of weird. I was never an Eminem guy. Mary J. Blige, time hasn't been quite so kind to her, but she still sounded good. And I don't know who that – who was that fast-talking guy? I'd never heard of him before. Lamar. Hendrick or yes, Kendrick Lamar something like that yeah. but I don't like that just that rapping real fast bit I got all of that I needed in the 90s with Fooshnickens do you remember Fooshnickens <laughs> that that was my jam right there and they were they were playing with Shaq and that was good stuff there so I'd rather had Fooshnickens than Lamar Jennings or whatever that guy's name was so,
1: Lamar Jennings yeah. <laughs> Is that Waylon's uncle Waylon, or yeah. what?
0: Waylon's cousin yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh but all in all, it was awesome. And 50 Cent, that, that was weird. <laughs> but I kind of liked it. He was a surprise. I saw a meme online really, really made me laugh that said, inflation is so bad that 50 Cent is now 300 bills. <laughs> yeah, that, that made me chuckle. But I, I thought it was great. So going back kind of two weeks in a row with Ice Cube rapping at a
1: NASCAR race and then that halftime show. But I did like the thing on Twitter. I'm sure you saw the film of – Snoop getting ready for that. Oh, story. <laughs> awesome. Why I mean, did anybody act like this was a surprise? Well, in any yeah, way. whatever. Because uh, because everybody's shocked and offended <laughs> now. You know, thirty years ago when it was Snoop Dogg. Oh uh, yeah, Snoop. I mean, I mean well, good lord. Today it's yeah, that it's like Keith Richard. I mean, <laughs> you expected him to change. I mean, it, no. Well, I did. It, it did
0: seem it was reported like, my God, look what we caught a Snoop Doggy Dog <laughs> doing. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> In front of God and everybody. (laughs) Yes, the
1: Snoop Canine.
0: I I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) The commercials all sucked. I did like the juxtaposition. It was bad. Uh,
1: Everything,
0: it's, you know. You're not allowed to talk about that stuff. The only thing
1: that I did, the only one that I really did like was the Scarlett Johansson one. When the Alexa was talking. And and they were all eating dinner, and then they finally said that her husband had left the oysters in the car for five (laughs) hours. Yeah, that was good.
2: I'm surprised you didn't like the Toyota Tundra one with Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, that was hysterical. Yeah, that was pretty
1: good, too, keeping up with the Joneses. It didn't dawn on me for a minute that I got to thinking, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, okay, they're all Joneses, and then it was uh, Jonas. Yeah, Jonas. Oh, was, okay.
0: Now I remember that one. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I was got, into that one.
2: I got a good chortle out of that one.
1: Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. You know, said something like never "Go away" or "Never heard of yeah. you" or who. <laughs> but they just—they're not funny anymore.
0: Nah. They're not. It's all social commentary and you know i don't know when when this happened but it's dawned on me recently when at least corporate america's vision of the average american family is a, a white man a black woman and three asian children i don't know when yeah. that
1: happened that's kind of weird driving an electric uh, car yeah i mean <laughs> yeah is every car in the future now yeah. going to be electric driving an electric car drinking sparkling alcoholic beverages <laughs> and- <laughs> Yeah, I like that Bud
0: Light. It's yeah. no carbs, no calories, no alcohol. Yeah, That's effing out? water. What's in it? Who's going to buy that? Yeah. That's
1: water. It's water. <laughs> God, and I, I, can I get that
0: every day. I will drink me some 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 soft, soft beer like that. You know that as well as anybody, but even I was offended by that one. That was terrible. I mean, some of those were just awful. Uh, should we sell some, uh, what are we selling now, coffee? I Let's think we'll do sell that. some coffee. Let's sell some coffee. Looks like you, you got something. You well, got I, a long I, one. I have, Ooh, a, um,
1: I have a little
2: who am I oh.
1: game for
0: you two. Oh, you know, I've been on a roll lately. You That's don't want right. to play games with me. I so. want to keep
2: my streak up. Yeah.
0: You have none. The Ofer streak continues you got it. right after this.
1: Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And, hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. Something weird happened in this
0: studio since we were here last.
1: Yes, let's All discuss that. All the volumes are off. The commercials are garbled. Um, Snooty lost his. Yeah, there was prize something or whatever something was in, in there. Snooty,
0: and it's gone.
1: I'm not. I'm not sure what's going on, the Mitch. There is or a ghost. Uh, I don't know. I'm starting to think that. Oh, a sneaky sneak. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm starting to think that you made him mad. Me? Yeah. I didn't do it. I don't even talk to him. I don't even make eye
0: contact with that lunatic.
1: Alejandro?
2: I haven't seen him since he sent me to South America. <laughs> Naked.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, and with, a I'm, <laughs> I'm with Finkelstein here. I'm not blaming Mitch. I think we got a sneaky sneak in our midst. How about Girthy? Girthy Squiggles?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that didn't end well.
2: So. No. Have you guys had any contact with Cole?
0: Well, I assumed he was dead.
2: No, no him and Frank opened up a
1: <laughs> business on their own. Rub and tug. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's kind of a mystery. Yeah, Poor but, old snooty's empty here. I never
0: understand it. And you hear it. Listen to any radio show. At one, some point in a month, you'll hear about they will come in and all their levels will be changed. And there's something yeah. up with weird radio it old is. radio
1: studios. I, you know what that little theme song reminds me of? A sneaky sneak. Yeah. But I remember way back, 30-some years ago, I worked... Um, We were working overtime, so I was working 3 in the morning or 3 in the afternoon to 2 in the morning. And I would get off, and I had an old AM radio in my car at the time. High-tech class. And I picked up a local station in Newcastle, not far from here, and they were playing. This was like 2 in the morning. They were playing the old radio shows, you know, from the past. They, They obtained rights to them, whatever. I'm sure the patents probably just run out on them or whatever, but they would play them, and you start listening. They were really cool. I mean, it was like, you know, Rick Fliger walked down the hall to apartment one, and you'd hear the, you know, then the, the door, yeah, then the door would open, you know, and he'd walk in, and then all of a sudden. And then everything went dark, and you hear the thunk, you know, and he fell to the floor. I mean, you knew exactly what was going on. It was really cool. Maybe we start that here. I think we'll that'd be a good idea. Live story time with Rick Briggs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Uncle that'd be Rick. Great. That would be great. Come on, kids, sit <laughs> on my lap. That's Uncle like Rick story time. <laughs> no, that's Ollie
1: Honda wanting to do that. The mad clown. But anyway, I have a little game for you too. Oh, two. I'm going to win too. Probably. It's who am I, Uncle Rick? No, yes no, no. I nailed I was... it <laughs> okay um i will start off i'm going to try to start off from the beginning well that's usually <laughs> where people start i led the muskegon high school michigan to the state football championship in 1951 oh god and the state baseball championship in 1952 attended Michigan State University, where he played under head coaches Biggie Munn and Duffy Daugherty. Awesome 50s names. He played three (laughs) seasons for Michigan State Spartans football team, leading them to a 9-1 record in 1955. He capped a senior year off with a victory over UCLA in the 1956 Rose Bowl. He also played uh, shortstop for Michigan State and played in the college World Series as a shortstop and a third baseman. He was offered the opportunity to play professional baseball, but chose instead to play football. All right. Any guesses yet? I got nothing. All right. So, come the 1956 draft, this is, you wonder why the Steelers suck so bad. He was passed on the very, on the first pick overall by the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Who picked gary grimes well why wouldn't you uh, pick gary or, excuse grimes. me gary glick gary glick yes. oh yeah <laughs> the great Co- glick era
0: <laughs> in pittsburgh i remember it fondly <laughs> yes. Cousins to gary glitter true
1: true but not related to uncle rick fact all right that's enough I'm trying <laughs> to get you guys to concentrate you know you, there's, there's a big prize in this whoever wins Isn't you there?
2: should know your audience true <laughs> huh
1: well you're not the audience is the problem oh I don't remember fact, anything. You are the participants. I don't remember anything from last
0: Thursday, and you are talking about people from the fifties. But it's
2: football history. All right. Oh, there is our first clue. Okay, it's football.
1: football. All right, go ahead. Now I am in. Well, I am just telling you, he's got drafted second overall in the nineteen fifty six NFL draft. Yeah, after Gary Glick.
0: <laughs> Cousin yeah, to Gary Glitter. Indeed, yes. not
1: to Uncle Rick. Okay, he was drafted second in overall by the San Francisco Forty Nine ers. He made appearances in the first four games before being um, slated to start in the fifth game. okay. he started the next three games before appearing sporadically in two further games in total he went 38 of 78 six twenty one yards, a touchdown and six picks. I'm given to understand getting to believe he was a quarterback Finkelstein. <laughs>
2: I'm thinking it's Stephen Young <laughs>
1: <laughs> in nineteen fifty six. Yes, not
2: not Steve Young. Yeah, his Steven. dad. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Different middle name, that's why it's not junior. Okay. So.
1: Well, the very next year, this is the fun part po- one of the fun oh, parts. Sorry, it was good. The, the fun very is next here. year he was traded along with guard Mike Sandusky to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh. Now, bear in mind, so now they got this guy and
0: Gary Glick. Well it's a wonder well, they didn't rattle off seven straight championships.
1: <laughs> but wait a minute now. Uh-huh. But wait a minute now. Pittsburgh Steelers, in exchange for these two players, Pittsburgh gave up linebacker Marv Matuzak oh. and two
2: first-round picks. Oh, wow.
0: So they really regretted that Glick pick. <laughs> Apparently.
2: <laughs> That's a T-shirt. I think We so. need merchandise. Yeah, the Is Glick that... pick.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, he would appear in all 12 games. They only played 12 back then for, the, for the Steelers. With 11 starts, helping them to a 6-6 and record. Ooh. Okay. Despite the high cost of the transaction, the Steelers traded him just a year later to the Detroit Lions in order to obtain future Hall of Famer Bobby Lane. Well, there you go. That's a good move. He started the first two games of the 58 season, both losses. Of course, he is in Detroit before being traded to the Detroit Lions. Oh, excuse me, the Steelers had lost, excuse me. Then they traded him to the Lions, for which he would appear sporadically in six games. He was with the Lions for the next six years, having his best season in 1963 by throwing for 24 touchdowns and 20 more than 2600 yards. Okay. Then he had a season-ending shoulder injury in August or in October of that year.
2: Mike Golick
1: No. We're getting to to some more notable stuff here pretty soon. I I hope so. I'm trying to, you know, if you knew anything about history, you'd probably already known this. The Gary Glick pick, I think, you know, would have tipped it off.
0: I know all about Gary Glick. And his cousin. (laughs) Uncle Rick, not his cousin.
1: (laughs) Okay. His uncle. True. Here we go. Actually... He was dealt by the Lions to the New York Giants for Mike Lucci, who had been acquired from the Cleveland Browns. And Sid an, and, Luckman. And a draft pick as part of a three-team transaction in 1965. The Browns obtained defensive back Eric Barnes from the Giants to complete the trade. And during his role during the Giants' rebuilding phase, he threw for 2,446 yards and 22 touchdowns. But after breaking his wrist, he found himself seeing spot duty because the Giants picked up Fran Tarkington. Okay. Seems like this guy's injury prone.
2: Archie Manning.
1: He was traded to the Baltimore Colts for an undisclosed draft choice in 1968. Okay. So now, we're at the Baltimore Colts in 1968. Oh. Johnny Unitas. During the 68 season, Baltimore Colts season, he he filled in for the entire season for an injured Johnny Unitas. Damn it. (laughs) Which resulted in the Colts winning all but one game in the regular season. He threw for 2,900 yards and league-leading 26 touchdowns. They won the NFL championship in a shutout victory but were upset in Super Bowl III by the Jets, where he was taken out late for Johnny Unitas. He had a chance to redeem himself in Super Bowl V. With the Colts trailing 13-6 in the second quarter, he was tasked to step in for Unitas, who was knocked out of the game with a rib injury. He would go 7-15 while throwing an interception. However, Craig Morton had three picks, and the Colts won 16-13. All right. All right. So now he's got a ring. Okay, good. Still don't have any clue. Not even an uh, inkling. His Beyonce. next chance at regular season What are the starts, odds
0: even when he tells us it's someone I've never heard of?
1: Noted as probably what is the yeah. best backup quarterback ever. But anyway, Charlie
2: Batch. Bubby Brister.
1: <laughs> Bubby Brister. Yeah. <laughs> old Bubster, he was pretty old when he got to Pittsburgh, wasn't he?
2: The second time. Right.
1: All right. In 1972... Well, well, excuse me. In 1971, he was called up by Don Shula, who had managed Baltimore until 1970. So he played for the 1972 Miami Dolphins. He filled in 11 games for injured Bob Greasy, winning all of them. Together, him and Greasy would win three postseason games, including the Super Bowl, to complete the only perfect season in history. He made Pro Bowl appearances – Um, following the 57 and 68 seasons and was named nfl mvp in 68 and afc mvp for 1972 he led the league in passing in 1968 and the afc in 1972 he retired in 1976 at the age of 44 and at that time was the oldest player ever to start at quarterback
2: tom brady I was looking for him up on the wall.
1: Yeah, is he on the wall? Well, <laughs> no, but here's a nice little thing. In 2018, the Professional Football Researchers Association named him to the PFRA Hall of Very Good, class oh, right. of 2018. That's what I aspire
0: to, the Hall How of you, Very Good.
2: I want to get a job working for them.
0: Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah, because you only have to do a very good job. You just got to be
0: I Yeah. No clue. I got no clue. There's going to be no payoff here. I promise you I've never heard of this person.
2: The late, great
1: Earl Morrill. I've heard the name. Probably the greatest backup in
2: history. He's no Charlie Quarterback. Badge. Yeah, it's, I mean, Charlie Badge. He's, he's <laughs> no uh, Byron Lefwich. Byron Leftwich
1: was more of a starter. Hmm. He's no Duck Hodges either. Well, oh. nobody's quark, Duck Hodges. Quark, quark, quark. Don't quack. I know.
0: There, you finally got some noise to come out of it. Did you see the uh, the end of that Duke-North Carolina game? Was that last weekend, the weekend before?
1: No, I did not.
0: So, we're all supposed to be doing the, the Coach K uh, goodbye tour, right? You know what I mean? And all the schools He didn't honoring. come out for the second half last yeah. night because he was sick. Yeah. And uh, so – they had already made it clear that the Carolina fans in North Carolina itself was not going to honor Coach K. It was going to be a normal game. Right. And instead, they showered him with F Coach K as he came off the floor. And now everybody's wringing their hands, that I'm supposed to be really, really upset about this. Yet
1: I find myself – I find it endlessly amusing. What do they actually expect? See, this is my thing. This is 2022, so everybody's offended about everything. Right. I lived in – Durham, North Carolina in the 80s when Dean Smith was coach. Right. Jim Valvano was coach of state. And, of course, Krzyzewski was at Duke. And there could not be – you can take any rivalry you want, Michigan, Ohio State, USC, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore in the NFL, you know – ACC basketball was everything. Right. And it was frickin' war. You had Durham, NC State, and North Carolina. Chapel Hill, Raleigh, and Durham. They were all within like 25 miles of each other. Right. And they hated each other. Yeah. What do they expect? Well, it's it, not going to change yeah. because Coach K's retiring. They're glad he's gone. Yeah, that, that that's kind of the thing. Yeah, Why? do You think the Big Ten – gave a, a fond farewell and threw flowers to Bob Knight. Right. I
0: mean, well, that's what I, I never understood even, you know, when Mariano Rivera was doing his tour around MLB and they made the biggest stink about him in Boston. Are you kidding me? He should have got 45,000 middle fingers on his way off the mound. Why? Because, yeah. you know, you can, you know, maybe, you know, a little cheer, but then say F him. I'm all for it. You know, it, I, yeah. it's not the best look. There's probably kids there and stuff. But, you know, I mean, come on. But it's all up to, you know, it, it Dean Smith would not have tolerated this. You know, maybe would have maybe wouldn't have. But come Jim on. Jim Valvano really. would
1: have. Oh dude, no.
0: <laughs> He would have started the chant. Yeah, that maniac.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And and you know what Dean Smith would have turned a, a deaf ear and a blind eye to. It. I would He'd been so. busy scribbling on a on a on a pad or something yeah. while they were doing that. Well, it always seemed to me, and
0: I believe me, I caught on to the very tail end of this. Dean was kind of wrapping it up by the time I really right. got into college basketball, but they seemed like two guys, and I like. I think this is how it should be in sports. Those two hated each other, but they respected each other, sure. and, and I kind of like that. And and Coach K will make no bones about it. That's the way until later on after he retired with Jim Valvano. Coach K hated Jim Valvano, oh, yeah. and then they became friends after you know long afterwards. Right. And, but that's
1: how I felt, you know, to act like, you know, oh, and Coach or, K you know, is one of the most profanity-ridden oh, yeah. coaches on the sidelines you will ever see. I mean, of course, he comes from Bob Knight. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, I mean, it, it doesn't really surprise you that way. But, you know, look, I mean, this guy is – He's who he is because he's like Bill Belichick. Right. I'm going to win no matter what.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent point with it. Most coaches are like that, but he sticks out. My my pit t- basketball tickets are right at the visitors' bench, and you can, uh, especially when pit's this bad, and there's no one else in the building oh. but me. Are they not horrible? Oh, it's a, it's humiliating, but so you can hear the visitors' bench really well when you're sitting as close yeah. <laughs> as I am, and, and and he curses like like you do, and like how you use racist terminology, like you did on last week. I show, never use racist terminology. That's just ludicrous. Well, it was it was questionable.
2: It
1: was ludicrous. Well, I don't think it was ludicrous. It he's was... looking at cartoons while he's supposed to be producing a See, show.
2: What are you watching? I'm getting prepped for when we sell sandwiches. Oh. Should we, sell, we, better should do we that. sell them
0: now, or do you still need time to prep? Uh, I need How many commercials are on this thing? Like 53. Apparently. Right? I didn't know they did that. Well, that's not a commercial. I like what he's got there. You know, I can rap every single word of this. I'm excited. I mean, I won't, because most of the words I'm not allowed to say, but
2: the official clean version so you oh a-
0: is it do you know this one rick <laughs> oh yeah i listened to it just before you got into the studio you know that i just want to let it play i don't even want to sell the sandwiches now no offense to Billiam. So much drama in the LBC. See, I nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, let's sell some sandwiches. Is that Johnny
1: Cash?
2: (laughs) Put it on the board.
1: (laughs) Ice Missili. Championship. 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 All right, let's sell some sandwiches. We'll be right back. Maybe. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, the Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the Western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you're sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook but also at chopshopbutler.com or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. Tell him Flager and Briggs sent you.
0: Just got to let it play. He sounds exactly like this. He's got to be in his mid-fifties.
1: I would assume so. Yeah, I mean that's been what thirty years, if not more.
2: Mrs. is and I looked this up during the halftime show. Ah. He's fifty-six.
0: Fifty-six. Okay, fifty. Yeah, you you're right. The, the mid-fifties. Apparently, the marijuana. I mean, it's been better to Snoop than it was to you in the seventies. You were, you were, that ragweed you were smoking was no good, I guess. I don't
1: know. Look at Willie. He's.
0: Well, that's true. He
1: keeps going. He's
0: not as spry as he, as you would hope he would well,
1: be. Well, I mean, being 90, Snoop probably won't be either, but yeah. you know, hey, they get along just fine. Yeah. Okay. Have you been paying attention to any of the, uh, college basketball rankings at all? Ish. Yeah. The top half of it. Well, that's one thing I just kind of wanted to, to get into with you a little bit. Now. The top half, they're all players. Let's let's just right. We'll cut through your Kansas and, and your Gonzagas and Kentucky and so forth. I just wanted to hit you with a few that's kind of in the bottom half of the top twenty-five, just to see if you're buying into them or know anything about them or oh, think they're pretenders. I know things, Rick. I know things. You ready?
0: Oh, I'm ready. Murray State consistently built for tournament success. Good guard play. I mean, I'm saying all this. I think I've seen them play one and a half games, you know. Yeah, but, they're
1: not very well exposed, but, shall I say, on national television. They
0: are built for, what I, what I do know, good uh, upperclassmen guard play. That's what gets you to and maybe lets you steal a game in the tournament. So you didn't think I had that, did you?
1: Well, no, I mean, I just, Got you. Gotcha. Know. No, I'm not trying to stump you. I'm just trying to get, uh, you know, conversation going because I don't know. Just some of them, you know. I mean, Michigan State. Look, Tom Izzo is gonna, you know, he'll yeah. squeak in at 19 and 10 yeah, and make it to the have elite to have eight. It. I mean, they
0: lose at Penn State last night. Yeah,
1: they've lost three out of four. Right. Which is, which is not a good thing. But, but he'll get in
0: and get to the elite eight out of the seven seven eight line
1: somewhere in there. Now the the Big East is one that to me lately seems to get teams in just because they're the Big East. Right. UConn. The,
0: that team's frustrating me. I've actually watched a good bit of UConn. When when they're right, they look about unbeatable, but then they just inexplicably don't show up sometimes. That that's a tough one. I mean, they're they're a tough out for anybody. That Big East is better, I think, than people give it credit for. Save for Georgetown, what the hell happened to Georgetown? My God, are they terrible?
1: It is. It, it, it's horrible. And you can look down. I mean, Providence. All of a sudden, they're they're back in in the, the the spotlight a little bit. Villanova, of course, we have them. UConn's third. They're seventeen and seven. They got seven losses, but they're eight and five in the conference. Creighton, same thing. Right about the same year. They're sixteen and eight, eight and five. Marquette. Is Marquette? I yeah. I don't know what to make of them. Xavier's seventeen and seven, but they're seven and six in conference. So That's telling me Xavier's taking advantage of the, a week out of conference schedule, and they're oh, not faring too well against a conference now that's getting pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a tough conference. It really is, and you know, so I'm I'm actually like you. I've seen a couple of games of con, uh, Connecticut. I think they're probably going to be a, a tough out when oh, they yeah, get in no. a tournament. No yeah, there'll, doubt. Be an,
0: there'll be another one. They'll be in the seven line, hell, maybe even on the ten line, depending on how things go in the Big East tournament. But then, then they're going to be a tough out. I think so.
1: And basically the only other one I was going to ask you about was Alabama. I don't think that – well, you know, I'm going to say that, and that's
0: not true this year with having both Auburn and Kentucky – doing what they're doing, but kind of Tennessee kind of the middle of the SEC. I don't know. I, I could see the SEC making, making a run. Across the tournament. I don't know a lot about Alabama specifically. I've seen them play, but it's when I'm watching Kentucky and, and Auburn and things like that. So, it's hard hard to get a sense of them. But the SEC is rapidly becoming – I'm having a hard time thinking about Auburn as a basketball school. And don't
1: you just hate that, though? I, I mean, they own football yeah, and it's kind of like
0: nah, – Now that, you're going to be like, the only thing worse would be if Alabama, right, all of a sudden became a perennial – top five basketball team that would be awful
1: yeah i mean that's one reason why i picked you know picked them because you know i mean they're ranked in the top 25 but they're 16 and 9 6 and 6 in the conference yeah, that's that's so
0: good the sec is this uh,
1: year. Bit is it I, I mean i guess that's the i mean that, that's or is just, it just sec
0: promotion you normally don't see that in basketball now it may be turning maybe turning that direction Money. now like you said, it's money. Well, yeah, that's, that's all, that, uh, anything that matters. So, Rick, you know this about me because you know me pretty well. But most of the listening audience probably doesn't. But I'm passionate about a lot of things.
1: Right? Oh, okay. yes. I, I, I was just telling Alejandro yeah. just today. I said, you know, I wish I was passionate about half as many right. things as Rick yeah. was. I, I've got so
0: many things. Uh, <laughs> the NFL. Yeah. College basketball. The various hubs and tubes. I've got a lot of passions. And as you know, Rick, but one thing I've never discussed with our audience is my passion for Hudson County, Ohio politics. Wow. And their mayor, Mr. Craig Schubert. Oh,
1: wait. Okay. Or
0: should I say former mayor, Mr. <laughs> Craig Schubert.
1: I think he was I don't follow Hudson
2: County, oh, you so don't. I'm intrigued. Oh, I, I thought you were in this. No. So you were not on that text chain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so Hudson County, yeah, they, they, they got them a lake in their park all okay. right great fishing lake so there's been a great debate and i've been following this this has been going on for years a great debate on whether or not to allow ice fishing on this pond or lake or whatever it is you know okay. so i've been watching the council meetings it, it's passionate to fight back and forth people the community split it's really driving a wedge in, now in what are County. some
1: of the issues they brought up is why not? It's mainly liability. Some okay. Well, and, and
0: then shanties. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. Mr. Schubert had a specific concern, but it seemed they were leaning towards if they didn't, then say, you know what? All right, ice fishing's going to be all right, but we're worried about people putting those ice fishing shanties like grumpy old men. You know, and that's what I picture anytime. Did you ever do any
1: ice fishing? I never Doesn't look did, fun no. to me.
0: I never did. And here's how stupid I am, not to get off such a topic. I don't trust ice. Well, that that number one, <laughs> yeah. Like be, yeah. i just trusting glass. I don't like that. They'll no. be out driving on it, 8,000 people yeah. driving on this thing. It yeah, right. have to be butt cold for a while for me to feel comfortable with that. Yeah. But then they go in there and they put up these shanties, and then they build fires in them. Right. In my dumb mind, I would think, well, now the ice is going to start Heat melting and I'm going to fall melts ice, in. correct? Yeah, yeah right. Okay, right. So, so that always bothered So I've never done it. I'm intrigued by it. I don't mind being out in the cold. Now, I
1: do it like maybe in the Antarctic where it's like a mile thick. I don't, you don't have a lot you to need, worry you about. You need me. a hell of an
0: auger to get down <laughs> to the water, though.
1: Yeah, you need a real long lock. Right, <laughs> exactly.
0: So, former mayor, Mr. Schubert, okay. his honor, the honorable Craig Schubert, he brought this concern because he's really dead set against the ice fishing. And here's what he says. If you allow ice fishing, people are going to start wanting to build those ice fishing shanties. And I thought they were, like, portable. Well, some people build permanent ones. Again, think grumpy old
2: men. Okay. They're, they're solid structures that they pull out onto the ice. Yeah. Okay. And they make tent ones. Yeah. Now. I'm they're not
1: trying large. to get ahead of the story, but, okay, you're not allowed to have a permanent one. Simple as that. Well, how could yeah, okay. you have a permanent
2: one?
0: Come the summer, your well, permanent ones point at the bottom is, of the Epping no, Lake. No, the point, point is
1: you take it down
0: when you're done fishing. Well, not necessarily. They leave them up in these communities. But that's my point.
2: Anyway, go um, ahead. Any, the,
0: you, you, this is not Mr. Schubert's concern oh. with the shanties. Oh. So. I mean,
2: it, it starts.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Step I'm on. just going to read a direct quote because okay. I don't want to yeah, I... put words in the mouth of the Honorable Mr. Schubert. <laughs> if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Pause for dramatic effect. Prostitution.
2: <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, he <laughs> says this with a straight face. Did, was it the sheriff that was sitting next to him or something like that? Just like, it was like... The Where on did his he face? make the connection? <laughs> well... <laughs> prior experiences maybe <laughs>
1: apparently <laughs> so this so the honorable former mayor was an ice fisherman I take it well he claimed
2: formed th- reports say at one time he was a fisherman ice fisherman
1: yeah now his claim
0: was in his previous life before his great mayor mayorship mayorship how do you say that
1: mayoral
0: mayoral, something or other okay. Before that he was some type of journalist some kind of news broadcaster and he frequently covered stories of prostitution rings in ice fishing shanties <laughs> needless to say the town the county council didn't believe him and he was unceremoniously removed from his mayoral <laughs> I but go, I, I'm flabbergasted at <laughs> this one. It's everywhere, Rick. Go find the video because as I read the quote, I'm telling you, you know how a, like a kid when he thinks he's winning an argument with you and says something stupid and sticks his jaw up a little bit Peacock. and looks at you defiantly yeah. like, I got him. This is how he delivers this, right? You know, he says, then that leads to another problem
2: prostitution.
0: And it was like it was going to be law and order. Everyone was going to go, oh,
2: he's right. <laughs> Pearls were going to be clutch. Indeed.
1: I'm sitting here thinking the another problem. Before you said, I, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, litter. You know. <laughs> well, that could
0: that could lead uh, to litter. All these things yeah. could be tied yeah. well, into
2: prostitution. Yeah, I mean litter because people would drink beer or whatever, Gambling. you know, leave yeah. stuff around. What? Gambling. Drunk and disorderly. Nope, skips all that.
0: People falling into the ice and suing yeah. the city.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> no nope. prostitution. It's the prostitution. Wars. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, that is that is reaching for the stars. Now
0: I'm hopeful and I need to do my research and I'm gonna do that research for next week to see I'm if this is a thing where there's like lounge lizards for ice fishing is right is what i'm hoping for or lot lizards not lounge lizards
1: lot those lizards. are different yes so i tell you that this story has all the makings of a real bombshell because you i'm know, gonna think there's
0: got to be a category out there for that in my various research yeah, if this is a thing
2: i think we have our first follow-up for the christmas episode
0: oh we're gonna re-explore yeah. see what mr uh mr schubert is doing now uh,
2: but did you see a restaurant in Hudson County? That oh. They put up a temporary I did see. It. Ice fishing shanty and then renamed a whole bunch of drinks and specials on the menu.
0: <laughs> I hope the whores didn't show up.
2: <laughs> Apparently they just flocked in. They were like, holy
0: shit, he was right. <laughs> He just showed up. <laughs> Moths to a flame.
2: There's just not a lot
1: you can do with that story. I mean, it's, I Man, mean, you it's, just got to take it in. You just got to take so it so absurd. And I I've... did
0: it no justice. Find the video. He defiantly says this. Like, he cracked the Da Vinci Code. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> tremendous. Just tremendous. Can uh, we get out of here? I have yeah, You can't I have that up. Can't There's, nothing. That. There's, There's nothing beyond that no, I I am and um What do you suppose the odds are we can get to a fourth week in a row? I don't know. This might be the
1: best one. And I do have um
2: you It's know, supposed to be clean, so forewarned.
1: Of course, you know the problems I had with my mother back last month passing in- away. Indeed. There you go. Know. We may be, um, I may be delayed at times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But hell of a year, huh? It, it's, it's not making out too well Man. so far, but, you know, we'll play that by ear. Yeah. But yeah, I think we'll be here next all week. All right. Well, good. We'll, we'll do
0: all that. So, we will be back in some capacity. If not, we will have the Honorable Craig Schubert fill in for us, <laughs> fill you in on some Hudson He has nothing County else to do, and, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he's got the time now. Check out everything at Chaos and Disorder, Chaos and Disorder pod on the Facebook, AsylumFantasySports.com for all the show archives. Until next time, we'll see you. Take care. Do you know I was dumb enough to believe? 14% of me believed That the Super Bowl halftime show was going to be when it was revealed that the whole Tupac thing was a hoax and he just showed up.
2: That would have been awesome.
0: I I was fully believing
2: it. Maybe that's who Kendrick Lamar Kendrick. Kendrick Perkins. See
1: that goes back That goes back when I was you know getting no getting old no, Jim Morrison. Oh, was he not dead? I never oh, heard no. that. One. Oh no, he wasn't dead. He was in Africa somewhere, being uh, a poet uh, and all this kind of stuff. And oh yeah, that was a that was a big deal. But yeah, I don't think Tupac coming back. Yeah, if he was going to come back, that's when well, it would have been. I think but, someone would have recognized yeah. him or heard from him yeah. by now. Well, I don't
0: know. Elvis has managed to pretty much lay low. And everyone well, knows he's still alive.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Elvis didn't like
2: the limelight at no. all.
0: <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, he, was a, he was a private kind of guy. Yeah,
2: boy. By the way, Anthony Anderson.
1: That's right. Who's Anthony Edwards? I don't know. I probably made it up. See that? I don't even know Anthony that... Anderson, to be honest with me. you. You'd know him if you saw him. He's, well, he's on that Law and Order. Yeah, I think he was but on I don't at know the end what, what he was the doing before. War. That's what I don't. I can't play. He somebody. had some sitcom on ABC.
0: What was it called? They just advertised it like on ESPN all blackish or something. Yeah, is that right? Yep. You'd know him if you saw him. He's Probably. on everything. He's on everything.
1: Trauma. He was like. Um... and Aren't you glad Neil Young's back on Spotify? I am. Oh, did he come back? Yeah, he came back. He caved quick.
2: Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry. That's who he is. He's on everything. Neil Young? No, Anthony oh,
1: the Anderson, Anderson
0: guy. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Neil yeah, like Young has been
1: around it's since it's the mid-60s.
0: Braylon Edwards. <laughs> yeah, Braylon Remember that draft? Oh, uh, uh, Joseph Adai and Braylon Edwards. You were waving it around <laughs> like a helicopter all night. I don't think you won
2: four games. <laughs> hey, real quick. In four seasons, Byron Lefkowitz started 44 games. Okay. That's the following season seven seasons, he actually only played in six. Played in 14 games. Okay. He was more of a backup than a starter. But he started off as a starter and got hurt. I mean, technically.
1: Who was the other one who came in? Oh, He beat the Steelers in
0: that playoff game. They had no business winning.
2: Oh, Tim Tebow.
1: (laughs) Tim Tebow. Um, Tim Tebow. No. Your boy. The drunk. No, 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 no. Blake Bortles. Oh, no, no that was that. Yeah, before that be way before Blake one, yeah. Bortles.
0: All right, the song's going go. to end. with luego. Bye, horse.